Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the Scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello, my fellow Bible readers. Welcome back to One Year Through the Bible with a PC Speaking Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Chris Miller. Today we are on day 23 of our journey through the Bible in a year, January 23rd, if you're following the calendar dates. Um, today our reading is Genesis 46 through 48, and in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 15. Still in the story of Joseph and his family, um, working our way towards the end of the book of Genesis. And in Genesis chapter 46, Jacob and his family journey um, to Egypt. God reassures Jacob, telling him not to be afraid to travel to Egypt. And the arrival of Israel in Egypt, uh, or Jacob, and marks the beginning of a new chapter in the lives of Jacob, his family, the entire nation of Israel. Genesis chapter 47, Joseph arranges for his family to settle in the land of Goshen, and he provides for them in the midst of the famine. Genesis 48, Jacob blesses Joseph's sons, uh, Ephraim and Manasseh. And uh, the Jacob, when he blesses his uh, Joseph's sons, he actually uh, bestows the greater blessing on the younger Ephraim, which know, isn't the normal way of doing things, but it's just God is often un, unconventional in the way he bestows blessings. Over to Matthew chapter 15 in the New Testament, Jesus engages in discussions with the Pharisees and the scribes regarding traditions and, you know, just condition of our heart. And Jesus, he emphasizes that you know, true defilement comes from within, from evil spirits or from evil thoughts and intentions rather than external practices. The Pharisees were a bit confused about that. And Jesus heals a Canaanite woman's daughter and moving beyond cultural boundaries and demonstrating his willingness to help all those who seek him earnestly. Jesus performs uh, another miraculous feeding, this time of 4,000 people. Again, showing his compassion and provision for people in need. That's some concepts to consider for our reading today. Um, and that is, think about our internal heart condition compared to our external actions and how those two may or may not match up in our own life. And also Jesus' willingness to cross over cultural boundaries. That's an important thing as we share the gospel with the world. Genesis Chapter 46, beginning in verse one says, So Israel set out with all that he had and came to Beersheba and offered sacrifices to the God of his father, Isaac. God spoke to Israel in visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, Here I am. Then he said to him, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make it you into a great nation there. I will go down with you to Egypt. I will also surely bring you back again. In Joseph's own hand shall close your eyes. Jacob arose from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried Jacob, their father, and their little ones, and their wives in the wagons that Pharaoh had sent to carry him. They took their livestock and their possessions that they had acquired in the land of Canaan and came to Egypt, Jacob and all his descendants with him. 
He brought with him to Egypt his sons and his sons' sons and his daughters and his sons' daughters and all his descendants. These were the names of the sons of Israel, Jacob and his sons who came to Egypt. Reuben, Jacob's firstborn. The sons of Reuben were Hanak, Palu, Hetzron, Carmi. The sons of Simeon were Jebuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The sons of Judah were Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah, but Er and Onan died in the land of Canaan. The sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamu. The sons of Issachar were Tola, Pua, Job, Shimron. The sons of Zebulun were Sered, Elon, and Jalil. These were the sons of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob in Padam Aram. With his daughter, Dinah, all his sons and his daughters numbered 33. And the sons of Gad were Zephon, Haggai, Shunai, Ezban, Eri, Erodi, Ereli. The sons of Asher were Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, Beriah, and Sarah, their sister. The sons of Beriah, Heber, and Malkiel. These were the sons of Zilpah, whom Laban gave to Leah, his daughter, and these she bore to Jacob, 16 in all. The sons of Rachel, Jacob's wife, were Joseph and Benjamin, to Joseph in the land of Egypt were born Manasseh and Ephraim from Asneth, the daughter of Potipharah, the priest of On, bore to him. The sons of Benjamin were Bela, Becker, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Ehi, Rosh, Mupin, Huvin, and Ard. These were the sons of Rachel who were born to Jacob, 14 in all. The son of Dan was Hushim, the sons of Naphtali, Jeziel, Guni, Jitzer, and Shilim. These were the sons of Bilhah, whom Laban gave to Rachel, his daughter, and she bore these to Jacob, seven in all. All those who came with Jacob to Egypt, who were direct descendants besides the wives of Jacob's son, were 66 in all. And the sons of Joseph, who were born to him in Egypt, were two. All those of the house of Jacob who came to Egypt were 70. Now he sent Judah ahead of him to Joseph to get directions to Goshen, and they came into the land of Goshen. Joseph readied his chariot and went up to Goshen to meet Israel, his father. As soon as he appeared to him, he fell on his neck and wept on his neck a long time. Israel said to Joseph, Now let me die, since I have seen your face, because you are still alive. Joseph said to his brothers and his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh and say to him, My brothers and my father's household, who were in the land of Canaan, have come to me. The men are shepherds. Their work has been to feed livestock, and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. When Pharaoh calls you and asks, what is your occupation? You shall say, your servants have been keepers of livestock from our youth even until now, both we and our fathers, so you may dwell in the land of Goshen, because every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. Chapter 47. Then Joseph went and told Pharaoh, my father and my brothers and their flocks and their herds and all that they possess have come from the land of Canaan and are now in the land of Goshen. He took five men from among his brothers and presented them before Pharaoh. Pharaoh asked his brothers, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, both we and our fathers. They said to Pharaoh, We have come to sojourn in the land, for your servants have no pasture for their flocks, because the famine is severe in the land of Canaan. Now, therefore, please allow your servants to dwell in the land of Goshen. Pharaoh spoke to Joseph, saying, Your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Have your father and your brothers dwell in the best of the land. Have them dwell in the land of Goshen. And if you know any capable men among them, put them in charge over my livestock. 
Then Joseph brought in Jacob, his father, and presented him to Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Jacob, how old are you? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, the days of the years of my pilgrimage are 130 years. My days of the years of my life have been few and evil, and they have not attained to the days of the years of the lives of my fathers and the days of their pilgrimage. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from his presence. So Joseph settled his father and his brothers and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best part of the land, in the land of Ramesses, as Pharaoh had commanded. Joseph provided food for his father, his brothers, and his father's entire household, according to the number of their children. There was no food in all the land, for the famine was very severe. So the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan languished because of the famine. Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the grain that they bought, and Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. When the money was all spent in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, and all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us food, for why should we die in your presence? For our money is gone. Joseph said, Give your livestock, and I will give you food for your livestock if your money is gone. They brought their livestock to Joseph, and Joseph gave them food in exchange for the horses, the flocks, the herds, and the donkeys. And he fed them with food in exchange for all their livestock for that year. When that year was ended, they came to him the second year and said to him, We will not hide it from our Lord that our money is all spent. Our Lord also has herds of livestock. There's nothing left inside of my Lord but our bodies and our lands. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land for food, and we and our land will be slaves to Pharaoh. Also give us seed so that we may live and not die, so the land will not be desolate. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, for every Egyptian man sold his field because the famine was severe on them. So the land of became Pharaoh's. As for the people, he removed them to cities from one end of the borders of Egypt to the other. All the land of priests he did not buy, for the priests had an allotment from Pharaoh, and they lived off their allotment that Pharaoh gave them. Therefore, they did not sell their lands. Then Joseph said to the people, I have brought you, bought you and your land today for Pharaoh. Here is seed for you, so you may sell the land." At the harvest, you must give a fifth part to Pharaoh, and four parts will be your own. As seed for the field and for your food and for those of your household and for food for your little ones, they said, you have saved our lives. Let us find grace in the sight of the Lord, and we will be Pharaoh's slaves. So Joseph made it law over the land of Egypt to this day that Pharaoh should have the fifth part, except from the land of the priest, which did not become Pharaoh's. Israel lived in the land of Egypt, in the land of Goshen, and they had possessions there and grew and became very numerous. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years, so the years of Jacob's life were 147. When the time drew near when Israel would die, he called his son Joseph and said to him, If now I have found grace in your sight, please put your hand under my thigh and deal kindly and truly with me. Please do not bury me in Egypt, but let me lie with my fathers. Carry me out of Egypt and bury me in their burial place. And he said, I will do as you have said. And he said, swear to me. And he swore to him. Then Israel bowed himself at the head of his bed. Genesis chapter 48. After all these things, Joseph was told, your father is sick. So he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, with him. When Jacob was told, your son Joseph is coming to you, Israel strengthened himself and sat up in bed. Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Lutz in the land of Canaan and blessed me. And he said to him, I will make you fruitful and multiply you, and I will make you into a multitude of people and give this land to your descendants 
after for an everlasting possession. Now your two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt, are mine as Reuben and Simeon. They shall be mine. Any children you have after them will be yours and will be called by the names of their brothers and their inheritance. As for me, when I came from Dan, Rachel died beside me in the land of Canaan. On the way, when there was still some distance to get to Ephrath, I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. Then Israel saw Joseph's sons and said, Who are these? And Joseph said to his father, These are my sons whom God has given me in this place. And he said, Please bring them to me and I will bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim with age so that he could not see. So Joseph brought them near to him and he kissed them and embraced them. Israel said to Joseph, I never thought I would see your face, but here God has also shown me your children. So Joseph took them from beside his knees and he bowed down with his face to the ground. Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left hand and Manasseh in his left hand towards Israel's right hand and brought them near him. Israel stretched out his hand and laid it on Ephraim's head, who was the younger, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, crossing his hands, for Manasseh was the firstborn. He blessed Joseph and said, God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, and the God who fed me all my life long to this day, the angel who redeemed me from all evil, bless the boys. Let them be called by my name and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. When Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him, and he took hold of his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. Joseph said to his father, Not so, my father, for this is one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. His father refused and said, I know it, my son, I know it. He will also become a people, and he will also be great, but truly his younger brother will be greater than he, and his descendants will become a multitude of nations. He blessed them that day by saying... By you, Israel will bless, saying, May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. So he said, Ephraim before Manasseh. Israel said to Joseph, I'm about to die, but God will be with you and return you again to the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to you one portion more than your brothers, which I took out of the land of the Amorites with my sword and my bow. Matthew chapter 15. Then the scribes and Pharisees, who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus saying, why do you, why do your disciples violate the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. But he answered them, why do you also violate the commandment of God by your tradition? For God commanded, honor your father and mother and he who speaks evil of father and mother, let him be put to death. But you say, whoever shall say to his father or his mother, what you would have profited for me is a gift of God, will be free from honoring his father or his mother. So you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition, you hypocrites. Isaiah well prophesied of you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth, but honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the precepts of men. He called the crowds and said to them, Hear and understand. That which goes into the mouth does not defile a man, but that which comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Then his disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended after they heard the saying? But he answered, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Leave them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a ditch. Then Peter said to him, Explain this parable to us. Jesus said, are you also still without understanding? 
do you not yet understand that whatever enters at the mouth goes into the stomach and is cast out into the sewer, but those which things proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, sexual immorality, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. Then Jesus went from there and departed in the regions of Tyre and Sidon. There a woman of Canaan came out of the same regions and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word, and his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered, It is not fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. Jesus departed from there and passed by the Sea of Galilee and went up on a mountain and sat down there. Great crowds came to him, having with them those who were lame, blind, mute, maimed, and many others, and placed them down at Jesus' feet. And he healed them. So that the crowds wondered, when they saw the mute speak, the maimed made whole, the lame walk, the blind see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they have remained with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. I will not send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. His disciples said to him, Where will we get enough bread in the wilderness to feed such a great crowd? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? And they said, Seven and a few little fish. He commanded the crowd to sit down on the ground. He took the seven loaves and the fish, gave thanks and broke them, and gave them to his disciples. And the disciples, then the crowd, they all ate and were filled. They collected seven baskets full of the broken pieces that were left. Those who ate were 4,000 men, besides women and children. He sent the crowd away and got into the boat and went to the region of Magdala. Well, there's our reading for today, Old and New Testament. Um, we'll wrap up with a couple of brief thoughts. Uh, consider <clears throat> you know, that we, we're in nearing the end of Joseph's story. We've talked about him quite a bit. You've heard most of his story. And consider what Joseph did in, from a practical standpoint to prepare for the famine and the results of that. And, you know, God blessed him very obviously and apparently. Um, but there's a role that Joseph also played in just his day-to-day work. He played an active and strategic role in acting on God's blessing, planning things and doing things. And how might that inform how we navigate challenges while relying on God's blessing, God's wisdom, and God's guidance? And then think about the, the disciples' role in distributing the loaves and the fish and how can we actively share God's abundance with people around us, both materially and spiritually. Well, that's our reading for today. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. Even if the drums start beating, my soul.